Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami.
anticipation We await the promise to come Everything that you have spoken Will come to pass Let it be done
pray together? Can we just prepare this service just in prayer? Heads bowed, eyes closed. Reverence. For the moment, whether you have a reverence for God or just for the moment for the person that has a reverence for God, let's just have a reverence. Let's quiet our heart, quiet our mind. so that when we walk out of this room we don't walk out the same way we walked in but that your your presence would be felt packed us in ways where we would never be the same Father we thank you for the things you're doing for the things that you're going to do oh God have your will have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Maybe seated this morning for just a few minutes. Welcome to Encounter Sunday. Those of you that are in the room and those of you that are online, my name is Pastor Trevor and it is a privilege to be with you. I'm excited about what God's already done this morning. Are you excited about what God's doing and what He wants to do in your life today? Come on. Come on. Praise God. God wants to do a work. If you're a visitor, fill out a card. Let us know. We want to we connect with you. We say that every week. But this is a special Sunday. It's the conclusion of uh, what we have, have been talking about, this spiritual emphasis series called Unlocked, where we've talked about unlocking the, the conversation, unlocking your potential, and unlocking the secret. These things that, that uh, are... are, are pivotal to to your spiritual growth that conversation with God like Moses as a man speaks with his friend Moses spoke to God and he had this afterglow about him he had this 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 when he came down from the mountain they had to put a veil over him because there was such an afterglow everybody knew he was with God I want you to experience that I want you to be able to speak with God as a man speaks with his friend we talked about the potential unlocking the potential and and uh, this this guy threshing wheat in a wine press hiding from his enemies 
And the Lord says, the angel of the Lord says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. He saw his potential. We have to unlock the potential that God has for us. So, so many of us are living inside of this box. And our box is even smaller, it's more confined, and, and, and there's so much more that God wants to do, but it's up to you if you're going to unlock the potential. It's up to you if you're going to allow God to do even greater things, or you're going to go 70, 80, 90 years, or however long God gives you on earth, just doing the same old thing. talked about last week unlocking the secret he who has ears to hear let them hear and and, and just this this seed that that is to be sown and the secret is it's not a secret you can go back and you can listen to the archives in this but it's not a secret the gospel is not a secret it's for all man but some people don't have the ears to hear they don't have the eyes to see they don't have the heart to understand so when I talk to them sometimes I talk to them and I can tell when I'm talking to them that it's right over them they don't they don't even know what I'm talking about they're just watching the time they're wondering when it's going to be over when they can go back to their routines and i'm like why are you here for that don't come for that don't come for that god wants to do greater things he wants to unlock things in your life and in your heart this isn't a religion we're not practicing a religion but we are practicing a relationship and it's a walk with God that that is to grow and it's to be in the same way that me with my wife if I don't see her for a week or a month or a year we have no relationship it's got to be a relationship where we're encountering and, 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 and interacting and talking and hearing from one another I want to talk about this unlocking in the final week it's just a, 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 what we've done is we've tried to take the nights of worship and replicate it on a Sunday morning. And uh, these three last three nights of worship that we did the last three weeks have been uh, amazing on fire. Let's give our worship team a round of applause for all they did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we said, let's, let's take a night of worship atmosphere and let's try to bring it to a Sunday morning and let's just say let's we're gonna worship for the most part I'll bring a little word but it's a, a spontaneous word of whatever it is that the Lord's laid on my heart whatever it is that I, I feel but I, we don't have notes you don't have a guide you don't have slides you don't have all that we're just saying God speak and and if you want to uh, do an anointing service if you want to pray over someone if, if there's something that needs to happen in the service we're just gonna say God have your way we're unlocking it so this is this is the word that the Lord had put on my heart yesterday and uh, last night and as I was just kind of praying about it and I had a couple different verses and I I said Lord have your way in both services if it's different in the first versus the second or whatever but I just really felt like the Lord wanted me to share this this passage with you in in the first uh, and in this service in the second service as I sat and it's it's from the book of Revelation so most people when they think of the book of Revelation they think of um, you know uh, dragons and um, fire and and um, you know crazy looking beasts right and and the end the end will come and, and and we do know that we know that 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 is part of what the revelation is but that's not all of what the revelation is and um, it opens in the book of Revelation chapter 1 John the, 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 the writer of this he's the one that's been given this revelation and um, 
he encounters Christ. In fact, the subheading of this passage in chapter 1 is John's vision of the Christ. And it says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet, though dead. Like literally, that's an encounter. <laughs> he, he literally fell dead uh, when he saw Jesus. And then he placed his right hand on me. So Jesus places his right hand on him and he says, and this is, we know it's Jesus because it's written in red. He says, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Does, in other words, does that mean that Jesus was born on, you know, 80 zero? No, no, he was the first and the last. I'm the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys, I hold the keys of death and Hades. I hold the keys of death and hell. Write therefore what you have seen, what is now and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven, seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So he's writing this to these seven churches and I believe that one of these seven churches represents Renew Church in Miami. There's, there's the church in Ephesus, the church in Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. And I, I believe that he, he's writing this, he's writing this as a revelation to these, these churches to say, here's the good, here's the bad, here's the ugly, here's what's good, here's what's happening, here's what's bad, here's what's broken, and here's what's a hot mess. Here's what needs to change, church. He's talking to the church, and you're the church as well. He's saying it's, it's not just because you go to church that you're good. No, I mean, if you read some of these different stories in, in, in uh, Ephesus, he says, um, you have persevered, I see your hard work, and you can't tolerate wicked people. Those are good things. Um, but then he says to the church in Smyrna, he says, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. Uh, I know about the slander of those who say you are say they are Jews and are, are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid about, about what you're about to suffer. Then he says to the church in Pergamum, he says, I know where you live. And this is what he says, where Satan has his throne. He says, you live where Satan lives, yet you remain true to my name. In other words, it's sin city, and yet you are, the church in Pergamum, you're, you're remaining true to my name. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. you you hold to the teaching of Balaam, Balaam and, and who taught Balak to enter, entice the Israelites to sin. So they ate food sacrificed to idols and they committed sexual immorality. He's calling them out, church. He's calling them out on the things that are wrong. Yes, there's some good, but yes, there's some bad. And even there's some ugly. So here he talks to Thyatira and he says, I know your deeds, but I also, uh, your love and your faith, your service and your perseverance. But then he says, you tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. He's, he's saying that you are literally compromising the faith. And everybody sees it. The world sees it. You're the church and you're doing this stuff and it's not okay. To the church in Sardis, he says, I know your deeds, you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wow, I would hate to be the pastor of the church at Sardis because he's saying you're pastoring a dead people. If you don't wake up, I'm going to come like a thief and you'll not know at the time I will come to you. That, that, I know we love the story of grace. We love the story of grace, but let's also talk about the story of truth. 
because it's 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 this tension between grace and truth so stop pretending it's all grace all the time and know that there are points in the scripture when he says you got to get it right you got to turn you got to repent it's a repentance it's a change of your life your change of your heart a change of your mind not just continuing to live in that way the church in Philadelphia he says I, I I know that you have little strength, that you have kept my word, you have not denied my name. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial. Like he's saying to these churches different things, and you can read those yourself. But I want to I emphasize, I want to kind of set, set in on uh, the church at Laodicea, the seventh church mentioned by John. And these are the words of Christ written in red. He says to the angel of the church at Laodicea, these are the words of the Amen. In other words, these are the words of the let it be true. This is the truth, okay? That's what that means. I know that's, that's a weird thing to say, but these are the words of the amen. The faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. And I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth, church. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. So you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. It's not over for the church at Laodicea. It's, it's a warning to the church at Laodicea that I see your deeds, I know your life, I know everything about you, like in the closet and outside of the closet. I know everything about you. And you're neither cold or hot, but you're lukewarm. You're just riding the middle. You're just right there in the middle. You're a lukewarm church. And because of that, Christ's words, not mine, he says, I'm about to throw up. I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. So he says, make a change. Repent. Be earnest. Make a change. We were at a, 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 a training this week, and um, we're part of the Compassion Network, and we did a training here in Miami, and Pastor Josh Hanna brings this word to us, and he says, you know, a lot of times, here's what happens as leaders. We give people 90%. And you have to learn how to take them the, the last 10, the last 10%. So often as, as pastors, we do that. I, I'm saying this for myself. I, I take you to the 90%, but then when it gets to that last 10% of the thing that might literally offend you, that might literally cause you to say, I'm not coming back to this church. Uh, this guy's, you know, he's not saying what I want to hear. That, that last 10%, that's, that's what's really does the 90%. That's what does the transformative work in people's lives. But so often we hold back out of hesitation, out of uh, anxiety of like what's going to happen if the church starts to, to people stop coming. I'm giving you the, the last 10% today. In Encounter Sunday, I'm trying to say to you, hey, listen, if you are lukewarm as a follower of Christ, this was told to me as a 17-year-old kid by my friend Steve. 
in a parking lot in Kmart when his uncle went inside to buy something. He's sitting out here and he says, man, Revelation 3, 14 or 16, whatever it is, he said, the Bible says, you're either got to be hot or cold, but you're lukewarm, Trevor. And I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the Kmart in his uncle's Jimmy blazer. And I'm like, what? I didn't ask for this. Why are you telling me this? But 24 years later, it sits with me. I hope it sets for you for 24 years. I hope that you say, man, if, if I'm lukewarm, it's time to change. It's time to be hot or cold. And what does cold mean? It, it means like, stop coming here. Stop being a part of this. Stop, stop pretending. Stop being a hypocrite. Jesus hated hypocrites. Don't be a hypocrite. Be hot or cold. So, 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 so don't be lukewarm because I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Or just, come on, let's, let's get on fire for what God wants to do in our lives. Amen? Let's believe God for what he wants to do in our lives. Here's the last part of that. This is what it says. He says, those whom I love, I rebuke and I discipline, just like you do with your kids. Because you love them, you care about what they think and what they do and how they live their life. So the, the kid on the, the, the corner that's throwing his life away, it breaks your heart but you don't care as much as your own child that you've invested your entire life to and you're going to leave your life to. You care more than anything about them. And Jesus is saying, I care about you in that same way. And he says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. Jesus is a gentleman. And Jesus is standing at the door and he knocks. And he says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, unlocks the door, because he's not going to barge in, if anyone opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Amen. Amen? So here's the thing. Some of you have not had fellowship with Jesus in a while. But I'm here to, I'm proposing to you today that it's not because he didn't come. It's because you didn't let him in. It's because you haven't opened the door because it says, the word says, behold, I stand at the door and I'm knocking and I'm knocking and I'm knocking and I'm knocking but I, I'm not coming in on my own I'm not barging in I'm not busting down the door you've got to you've got to say come in Jesus come in Jesus and have your way in me would you stand with me this morning staying in that spirit of reverence would you bow your heads and close your eyes and that, 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 that spirit of just submission to God, even if you're not a believer, even if you're just here and you're, you're, you're not sure that you even believe this stuff we're talking about, that's okay, but just out of respect for those around, thank you for being here and I would say, keep coming back. Keep just saying, let me, let me see what, what this whole God thing's about. But if you're in the room and God is knocking at your heart's door and maybe he's been knocking all series long all through the unlock series maybe he's been knocking at your heart's door it's a it's a it's a subtle tap and it, it's just like man i know he wants something of me i know he wants more of me but i have i have held back today can be the day you open the door today can be the day you let him in today can be the day that you welcome jesus in you eat with him fellowship with him you break bread so with your heads bowed and your eyes closed God you know each and every person in the room you know where they're at 
this is that moment, not for anybody else. Just for me and you, and, and that's it. Just for us, to me to bear witness and for you to do a work. And, and for them personally to say yes or no. Because the no is just saying, I'm, I'm, I don't want that. I don't want a full encounter. I don't want a true encounter. I, I like the way that this is. I warn you of lukewarm living. I don't know what that means. I don't know what, what, what he's saying when he says that. But I warn you of lukewarm living. Don't, don't choose that option. It's, the, it's, it's, it's not the, the abundant life that God offers. But just between you and God and me as a witness, if you would say, Pastor, pray for me. Today, I'm letting Jesus in. Whether that's a, 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 a decision to let Jesus be your Lord and Savior or that's a, a decision, He is my Lord and Savior, but today I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm letting Him into every area of my life. If that's you today, because you know the door has been closed for far too long, if that's you, I don't care if you're a saint from 30 years or 60 years or you're a, a, a first-time attender of church, if that's you today, just lift your hand right where you're at and say, Pastor, pray for me see your hand I see your hand lift your hand if that's you pastor pray for me if that's you lift your hand pastor pray for me see your hands so God you see hands you see hearts you know each and every one God we need a fresh wind we need a fresh outpouring of your spirit. God, we need what only you can do. God, I, I can't come out of a, a, a spiritual 21-day fast and come out of a, uh, uh, all of the things that we've done and, and just give these people uh, a, a nice watered-down word. God, I pray that they would take what you're offering, that they would open the door. God, minister to hearts and lives, we pray. For the person in the room or online, God, that's saying yes to you, God, just come in and help them to grow in fellowship with you, to get into the word and to seek you in prayer and to find a small group to take steps in their life, in their walk. God, do a work in them. God, we'll give you the praise for what you're doing and what you're going to do. We love you and we thank you for these things. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said Amen. Let's sing, let's sing together as we uh, continue this worship service.
God, for fresh on us. We need your presence, your kingdom come, your will be done, here as in heaven. Spirit of God, for fresh. Evidence is all around. 
this morning. There is no other name. You see, I can say Susie a million times and nothing is going to happen. But when you say the name of Jesus and you speak the name of God over your family, over your finances, over your spirit, over your mind, over depression, over anxiety. You see, I don't know what you walked in through this door with, but God knows. And God sees you and God hears you. All we have to do is just open the door like the pastor said and like the Bible says. Because he is there just patiently waiting, saying, child, come to me. You see, the Bible says that there is no door that the enemy can close that God has opened. There is no door. But you know what happens? The enemy stands at the door because he knows if you open that door, if you go and see what's behind that door, that it's going to be great. And you're going to walk in your purpose. So you know what he's going to do? He's going to create distractions. He's going to, you know, try to do detours for you not to go through the door and for you not to open the door. But the Bible says, door that God opens no enemy no nothing can close it so believe it this morning and say God I stand firm knowing that you God will make a way knowing that you God will open that door knowing that you God will turn my situation into good amen hallelujah
Facebook that we may declare it over this church, over everybody under the sound of my voice, God. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. Come on, you know what you're battling with. You know what you're struggling with. You know that burden that you might have come through that door with. Come on. I pray that a healing, the circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee. In Jesus' name, I pray. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life. In Jesus' name, oh come, oh come receive
and living in the overflow today. Come on. Come on, let's give God praise today. Let's give our worship team a, a round of applause. Say thank you to them for all they've done. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Man, I'm so glad uh, that you guys have been a part of this service. You know, I, I didn't do it in the middle of the service, but I just want to make sure if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know him as your Savior, then you can't even, you can't live in the overflow because you haven't even started the walk. So make sure that you come and talk to me right after the service. I'd love to lead you in a, a, a prayer and help you begin that relationship with Christ, surrendering your life to the Lordship of Jesus, asking Him to forgive you of your sins, and, and it's by grace through faith. That's how the relationship starts, but then we grow and we walk and we, we live in the overflow. Amen. So I'm excited about what God wants to do in your hearts and in your lives. Uh, in these weeks and months ahead, we're starting a, a brand new series. Have a seat, watch this quick video on a, a new series that starts next week. Help Wanted, Help Wanted, it's a 2,000 year old problem. It's been since the beginning of the church and it's still an issue today. Man, we need you to be a part of uh, fulfilling the mission that God has called us to, to lead people to a renewed life in Christ. And you all have a purpose. We want you to discover your purpose and make a difference. Join us next Sunday as we start that new series. Also, new things are rolling out. Misfit Youth is back on Fridays at 6.30. Can I hear you? Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Excited about that. Small groups start September the 11th. You have a card on your chair that has information on the small groups that are going to be starting September the 11th. Um, and then is there something I am missing? Um, I think that's pretty much it. There's some other things. If you're a guest this morning, just make sure you fill out a connect card, drop it in a box or give it to uh, somebody at the next steps table on your way out. At this time, we're going to worship God with the giving of his tithes and our offerings. Um, and there's three ways to do that. With the envelope there in the seat back in front of you, you can fill that out, drop it in a bucket or in a box on your way out. You can give online by going to renew.miami forward slash giving. Or you can text the word give to 786-565-1165. You can set up recurring giving that way and support the ministry of Renew Church. Thank you for your faithfulness in that. Let's pray together. Stand with me and let's pray over the offering and pray as we conclude this service together. In fact, I'm going to ask uh, Arlene Lynch. Arlene, come up here for a minute. We're going to conclude in prayer, but we're also going to pray for Arlene and Alan. Alan's on the drums. Can you make your way out? Come on. So Alan and Arlene, um, they're living in the overflow. Let's give them a round of applause. So, so they, did, they did something back last spring that, that uh, blew me away, man. They, they said at a meeting that we were at, at a, a, a convention we were at, they, they talked about a mission trip to Africa. And they said, I want to be a part of that mission trip. And I'm like, it's in Africa. And they're like, I know, and, 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 and I said, it's two weeks, and they said, I know, we want to do it, and it's, and it's like $6,000, and they said, I know, and they said yes after yes after yes, and uh, so much so, they got so much support that they actually have additional funds that we're going to be able to bless them with to go be a blessing in Africa and use that to, to help in the work that they're doing there. But we want to pray over you guys and uh, just say thank you for your faithfulness, being willing. You guys leave on Wednesday, right? So I want you guys to be praying for the next two weeks, two and a half weeks for Alan and Arlene. Pray for their kids that stay back here and, and uh, their family and everything um, as they take this step. What an amazing thing to watch our church family take these, these huge things. And, and trust me, they run businesses, they have lives. I mean, I know you would say what I would say. Well, I've, 
I'm too busy, I can't do it. They figured it out and God has blessed them immeasurably more because they said yes. Is that right? Is that true? I'd give you a microphone, but then you'd, you'd take over. So let me just pray. So we're going to pray the offering. We're going to pray for them. We're going to pray the benediction. God, I thank you so much for Alan and Arlene. I thank you for the lives, for who they are, for what they're doing. God, be with them as they go and they, they work and they witness, God, for your kingdom in Africa, God, that you would just bless them, be with them, keep them safe, protect them, protect them there as they travel and just from anything that would come against them and keep them, their family safe back here in Miami. God, watch over them. We love you. We thank you for your faithfulness. God, bless the giving of your tithes and our offerings for the building of your kingdom, God. Just be with us as we go from this place, but not from your presence. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the God's people said, amen. amen. God bless you. You are dismissed.